0: Hello and welcome to the all new Thigh Gap podcast. This is your host Being Brute and with me
1: is Bogus Noog.
0: Bogus, we have covered a very interesting topic. Have we? Yes. Or are we going to? No, we have covered previously. Okay. And uh, it's not easy. Mm, it is not easy. I mean, It's you, a Thigh Gap foundational principle. Yeah. We get up in the morning, say it's not easy 10 times and start our day. Mm. That's how we roll. But today I want to talk about it's not easy to listen to yourself. You know, always when we are—I I mean, I personally experience this from a very early age—that mm. there is a counter argument going on in your head, right? You know, for every uh, every action you take, anything that you observe, and you're trying to make sense of it, mm-hmm. or any new experience, et cetera, et cetera. There is a there is an argument, or there is a conversation going in your head. I wouldn't say argument, but there's a voice, you yeah. know, going through your the, inner voice. Yeah, your inner voice, uh, your soul. You can make it Conscience. as philosophical as possible i i just say it it's a voice i right. i don't know where it is I don't even know if it is inside or outside, but I, I hear it inside. Mm. That doesn't mean it is inside. It can be anywhere. Mm. So the beauty about that voice is it is first and foremost, it is absolutely bland. It has no tone. No inflection. No inflection. It, it, it doesn't speak under influence. Mm. I don't even know if it is mine, you know, True. To, the, to a point that I can say.
1: But the nature of delivery seems like take it or leave it. It is. Right? Yeah.
0: It's just like on your face. That's it. On your face. And the reason why I picked this particular topic, mm-hmm. it's not easy to listen to yourself. And here, when I say yourself, that's the voice that's, that comes you're in your head. A voice, yeah. the, the voice that comes in your head is you're not used to listening to something like that. You have to train yourself to listen to something like that. You know what I'm saying? Why
1: do you have to train yourself?
0: Because in our daily conversations, we are institutionalized. We have a muscle memory to have like an action-reaction kind of a, a interaction.
1: Now, my question is, when you say you have to train yourself, what you're already implying there is, mm-hmm. it is not coming easily. You have to it's put not some easy. effort. Yeah,
0: you have to. And I'm telling what you why, that, why makes, that, that, yeah. that effort has to be put in. The little background that I want to give is, we, you know, since the babies we are predominantly mimicking, mm-hmm. right? We mimic noises. We yeah. mimic behaviors, elders. elders, like our surroundings, mm-hmm. etc. And we tune ourselves and it's, it's organic, right? So you mm-hmm. can't really do much about it. Is we tune ourselves to responding mm-hmm. or proacting, you know, you either respond to something, mm-hmm. uh, somebody calls you or somebody touches you or, you know, taps on you and all, you respond to that. Right. So we are always waiting for that trigger, Okay. You know, for a response. That's how we start a conversation. And we try to make a sense. We anticipate. Okay. You know, all this. Now, imagine you're having a conversation where anticipation doesn't work. It's not norm. You say hi. Mm. Your anticipation is I say hi back to you. Right. But you say hi and I say get lost. Right. It surprises you, right? Yeah. Now, there's a third scenario. You say hi and you have zero idea what I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know me and you basically are it's like speaking to a stranger right are you
1: saying i have zero
0: idea or zero expectation of what you're going to say? zero anticipation okay you just can't anticipate what comes because there are so many elements that you trigger off right Mm -hmm. you see a person you see their expression their body language and you're like ah maybe this guy is a chilled out guy right right then there's a very pretty lady and you as a guy want to like go just say hi a very simple hi But because of how she looks and all the look, you kind of put her at a pedestal. And you're like, oh, she's not going to respond to me. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I'll go try. But imagine you're talking to the skies. Imagine Mm -hmm. you're talking to the universe. You don't know what to expect. You can't can't comprehend the anticipation. Mm -hmm. Right? And that is why it is very difficult to listen to that voice. Because you just don't know what it is saying. You just don't know why it is saying. Mm -hmm. But you just... Once you hear it, you know for a fact that it's telling something so true and honest mm. that it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Which is why I say you have to train yourself right. to start having a conversation with that. Because when somebody is throwing statements at you, how will you make a conversation? And especially when the statements are so true and honest and transparent in nature, mm. how will you make a conversation? How will you get more out of it? According to me, that's pure gold for me. Because whatever it is saying, it's under no influence. It is under no prejudice. Mm. It is pure and raw in its own self. Mm -hmm. It's just like you take this, do whatever you want to do with it. But this is what it is. Right. And which is why I say it's not easy to listen to yourself. Because it is very critical in nature. It is independent of your mental state. It is independent of your comforts Mm -hmm. or, or of your surroundings and all. It is just purely what is right for you. I mean, it is given multiple other names like intuition instinct etc etc mm. but it is a honed skill it's not something that you can just oh i've got a brainwave and i'm going to do something about it but it's a honed skill so if i can
1: challenge that statement that you just made I mean, there's only one then scenario. that's the end
0: of this episode there's no more going
1: forward there's only one scenario where i see that playing differently which is i've heard reports of for example, you know, clinically depressed people mm-hmm. whose inner voice is what actually torments them through the day mm-hmm. and uh, by their reports or by their account, it sort of tells them constantly, you're worthless, you know, you're a piece of shit, you, you need to end this, kill yourself, you know, this kind of stuff.
0: It's, yeah, and I don't think that is inner voice. You don't? I don't. That is, you know, we have the ability to manifest things. Okay. Right. It's like that whole theory, I mean, to give you a parallel, is the whole theory of, oh, there's a ghost in this person. There's a spirit that entered a person, mm-hmm. right? I don't know how much of reality there is to it, mm. but we do have the, I mean, split personality, for example. Right. Do you call that an inner voice?
1: I don't think so, no.
0: The inner voice is not giving you directions, which is why I clarify, it's a statement. It's a statement, not giving you directional sense. Mm-hmm. It is just knowledge it is it's very binary in nature i mean you can decode it multiple ways mm-hmm. but I, I it's very difficult to explain like i said it it is just a realistic sense of your surrounding or what is good for you? Okay. It's not demeaning in nature. It is not, uh, it's not promoting you or whatever. There mm-hmm. is no positive or negative, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I've heard of the same cases where depressed people are like, oh, this, the voice torments me. It doesn't torment you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're depressed, it stops talking. It, it comes in ways where from whatever I've heard, it it only comes when it knows you can handle it. It doesn't come when you can't as a person.
1: I'm noticing some differences in the kind of voice, for example. Mm-hmm. So there is one voice which is more, which is closer to intuition, which is the gut feel that says, you know, go speak to that person yeah. or uh, do this, yeah. you know, or, uh, you know, you get what I mean. Yeah. The other kind of voice is the voice that second guesses your decisions. Yeah you know, maybe this is not the right thing or something like that. Yeah. The other voice is this kind of voice, which is extra critical that these people seem to report. Right. So now I guess I'm wondering, like, what's the, are these really that different or are they coming from the same place or, you know?
0: It's an interesting question. I don't quite see. I can't really answer that because I've not experienced the other ki- other two kinds. Mm. The kind that I've experienced, I mean, that I keep experiencing, mm. is it is primarily telling you about. It's just telling you. It's right. not with like i mean it's not even a language if you ask me it doesn't even i i kind of translate into a language yeah that's true right but it is almost like a signal yeah uh so then it depends on how good a receptor you are if that's the theory right right if if for all it cares if the inner voice is just a signal uh that's coming to you and mm. you are kind of translating it into a language-based conversation mm. or comprehending it through a language mm. then it becomes of how good a receptor you are right it It might become a Chinese whisper. We don't know. I mean, I don't know. It can be meaning something and you can be comprehending something. You might be interpreting something.
1: For someone who has gone through their life for a while, Mm -hmm. ignoring... Hmm. or su- suppressing yeah. that inner voice Yeah. if they suddenly want to start learning how to train themselves to start listening to that what do you think uh, they might have to like do or what, what do you think they might have to try
0: purely just accept it
1: no I mean like if they don't if they have suppressed it to a point where they don't hear it anymore
0: huh. see like I said that I mean, there are multiple ways and I'm no expert in that. Mm. I can only share my experiences of how difficult it was to wrap my head around that and actually start having conversations with, you know, and these conversations have been beneficial to me. Mm. Not once have they put me in trouble. Mm -hmm. You know, it was hard. I'm not saying that, oh, I didn't lose out. It's beneficial for me in the sense that I grew as a person.
1: Can you talk about that hard part? Because I think that is what most people It's hard
0: because that's exactly what, you know, I mean, to go a little technical, your ego doesn't allow you to do it. It's like choosing the hard path, the the path less traveled. Yeah, Yeah. Right. So the inner voice always tells you what's the right thing. And most often than not, you already kind of know it. But you don't choose it. I mean, you kind of know it because of the inner voice, right? No, I mean, like you slap someone, you don't slap someone. Right. What is the right thing to do? You know that, right? The moral compass is pre-existing. It's pre-defined in us. It just kind of, you know, we're going into too many things, but I'm just giving an example. You know what's the right thing instinctively. I think everybody does that. We just don't choose the right path. Mm. Like, you know, working hard is the right way to do things. Everybody knows that. But our ego is like, we have to figure out how to speed up this thing. So it's okay to go steal something. It's for your own good. It kind of condoles you in your wrong acts, mm-hmm. right? But when the inner voice kicks in and you question it, say if you are in a position to question that particular narrative, mm. it gives you a very sound logic that you are convinced. And that, that's why it's hard because we don't get convinced easily by ourselves. We always seek for validation, right? Yeah. When have you you truly believed yourself? It's mm. never. It's almost never. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you feel that you have to be honest, but you seek for validation. Is honest being honest a good thing? Ten people say yes. That is when we try to impl- implicate that or imply that in our lives. Mm. So, but the way the inner voice functions is it already has told you all this before. We just never bother to listen to it. So imagine you figured out how to have those conversations, not relying or being dependent on an external source. That's a huge plus. That's a huge win for me, Mm. right? As an individual, I don't, I'm not being uh, influenced by people's opinions. All those things don't matter instantly. All the social baggage that you get, Mm. all those, you know, hard eyes that are on you, Mm. all those don't matter anymore. And you kind of have a very peaceful approach to your day-to-day stuff. Right. And you become much more consolidated. You become much more, what do you call it? You are more together. Right, right. And those are like the perks of listening to your inner voice. But because it constantly asks you to do something which you are not used to. Mm. Or it directs you. It doesn't even ask you to do. It di- It points you to the direction in which you know it's right. Mm. and you just lack conviction towards it it gives you that conviction right and after a point why why it's not easy is you start being scared of the truth yeah and after some time you know what is right like you've you've been experienced so now you don't want to listen to it anymore because you're scared Mm. that okay i know what it's going to say so i'm not going to go there right which is why it's very difficult it's not easy to keep listening to yourself
1: But there seem to be like multiple layers or levels of difficulty or hardness. Absolutely. Right. Because on one level, there could be someone who is not used to, I mean, don't even listen or hear an inner voice, you know, because muscle memory that has never been the case. So. That's one level. The other level is people who just hear this one-sided statements, you know, and that's where it stops. Yeah. You just hear it one side. And then another level is where you're now having conversations. Yeah. It's not just a one-sided statement. You can go back and continue that sort of train of thought. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's not just like one thing that seems to be uh, hard over here. There seem to be like multiple levels. There are
0: multiple levels of it. There are multiple perks of it. And sometimes... You are always, what do you call, you're, you are in that spot, you're at that crossroads where it's very tempting, you know, not to listen to the voice. Yeah. You know, because everything else looks so, so easy. Right. You know?
1: And it could also be that what the voice is telling you is going against the conventional
0: no, norm. Absolutely. That's what Because happens, we are right? social beings. We yeah. are, how do I say this? We are, we are slaves of stereotypes. mm you know we love conventions we mm. love stereotypes and whenever something has when we had to go slightly away from them or slightly beside them
1: now you're inviting friction yeah
0: and we don't like that mm. our egos don't like that yeah. we like to be accepted we yeah. don't like to be questioned and everything worth doing or everything right is always questioned yeah so it's it's very difficult it is stressful Mm. it is uh, it's painful. Mm. I mean, but once you get beyond a certain point, then it's, it's just like any other exercise, right? Right. You do it enough, you get used to it. Yeah. So and once you get used to it, it's a lot better place to be.
1: Man, listening to yourself, it is not easy.
0: It's not easy.